So then I dropped some garlic and croutons on there, and the rest is salad history. I made the best salad ever, people, and now I'm making the best app. The Caesar Sportsbook app got live in-game betting, parlays, and Caesar rewards. Caesar salad ain't got nothing on my app. Nothing. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat 1-888-532-3500. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app. Your app is ready, Emperor. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7, online, or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. You have very low unemployment rate in the U.S. and we have a very high unemployment rate. Well, maybe we have a better president than you do. (laughs) From the highways of America, here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome. To another episode of Trend Chat, I'm your host Brian Bledsoe, and if you want to connect with us, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. I'm I'm forgetting all of the, all of them now. Just uh, it's all the same name at Trend Chat twenty four seven. Again, at Trend Chat twenty four seven. It's all the same across all social media. So I know it has been a long time, um, over a month. As I looked <laughs> when we came on today and saw that it's been well, October the 10th since our last <laughs> episode with uh, our short interview with Senator Cruz. And long story short, we this is a very small operation <laughs> here at Trend Chat. So it doesn't take much to, I guess, to hamper us from coming on. <laughs> And basically, pretty much right before we did the last episode, we had the whole issue with the Facebook page being um, we were blocked from posting on there and all that. And so, uh, yeah, so a number of the stuff and just kind of um, kept us from coming on like we want to. That being said, I also want to mention this now because in... um for the next couple of weeks to the end of the year, put it that way that we may not be on every week only because a bit because it's the holidays. And also, um, 
just yeah more so because of the holiday holidays and thanksgiving and christmas and everything but as soon as january um from that point on to the end of 2020 we strive to be on every week but just letting you know we um don't know how many episodes we'll have for the remainder uh remainder of the year I know we plan to be back on later this week, actually. So you will get two episodes this week, <laughs> but um, we're going to, I guess, going to wait until we, I guess, uh, put out who we're going to have on and what we're going to talk about. And I guess uh, a hint we'll give is that it's uh, I guess we've had on uh, a number of times uh, previously. So um, I'll just leave it at that. <clears throat> but like I said, it's it's been a while, and uh, we're here in Memphis, Tennessee tonight, and this is when we're recording, and I, I'm guessing we're going to post this on Tuesday, November 19th, so in the well, first thing in the morning, but right now, like I said, well, I'm here, at, just parked out here in Memphis, and been on the road as usual and doing the same old same <laughs> nothing really has changed as far as that but there has been a number of issues and i guess trends that has been going on we obviously not going to get into all of them <clears throat> because i mean it's been over a month and so much has gone on but <laughs> while i was i guess formulating what i was going to talk about um, earlier today I got news of this uh, about Chick-fil-A. So that just kind of pushed a lot of what I was going to talk <laughs> talk about kind of further down. So I'm definitely going to um, talk about that uh, a little bit. And another thing from last week, we had the impeachment hearings. I mentioned um, something about that as well. So first off, before we get into anything, I want to mention... Uh, one of our podcast partners being uh, odgapparel.com definitely want to um, bring them up uh, not only because I would like you like for you to go out and check them out for um, trendy Christian apparel um, and one reason I wanted to bring them up is the promo code has changed so if you go to odgapparel.com they have all types of, you know, Christian shirts and mugs and hoodies and other accessories you should check out. And if you put in the code TC, T as in Tango or Trend, and C as in Charlie or Chat, so it's TC10. That is the new promo code if you on um, odgapparel.com. So check them out and, yeah, want the definitely bring that up because like i said the code has changed now i gotta change everything that i put on social media and all that so and it is what it is so yeah check them out at odgapparel.com so so um before yeah i'm just gonna get into this now because um so chick-fil-a uh has decided to whether change their donation um how where they to where organizations they choose to donate to 
And out of that, it was found out that they're going to stop donating to Salvation Army and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Those are just the two that stand out. There's others I'm pretty sure, but I guess those are the ones that kind of standing out also because the um, story and everything that kind of happened with Salvation Army last week with the uh, with the singer um, Ellie. I forget her name, um, but um, this singer who was going to perform at the Cowboys halftime show, she was going to pull out and not perform because of uh, uh, perceived anti-LGBTQ, um, I guess, policies or whatever from Salvation Army. So she was going to not perform because of them, you know, because of their involvement and all that. So. So with that, and also with this, I guess that's one thing that really stood out with uh, Chick-fil-A. But Chick-fil-A has mentioned, it's not like they're just going to stop donating across the board. They, uh, in their statement and what they put out, that they're just focusing, I guess, focusing on particular issues. So they said they're going to focus on education homelessness and, and hunger, which are all good causes to focus on, on, on helping out. Um, there's no, nothing really wrong with that. Um, but what has happened is, so one of the quotes I heard from the COO, he was talking about as Chick-fil-A try to go into these new, uh, new markets and that, so they need to um, be clear about who they are. So I guess, by saying that is that they need to for them to go into other areas that they're not in right now i guess they feel the pressure that they need to distance themselves from these other organizations who are considered anti-lgbtq um which to be called anti you know lgbtq the only way you are labeled that way is is because you believe in traditional marriage it doesn't even have to be anything connected with being hateful or saying anything hateful or doing anything hateful towards them it's just the fact that you don't accept or don't um believe in their lifestyle and that's it that's all you have to do now there's others who have gone further than that and that is something i definitely don't agree with as far as being hateful towards um towards anyone really and especially just for anyone because of sexual orientation or whatever like that you know i'm against that but if someone b- believes in traditional marriage and believes that you know marriage between a man and a woman is the only you know it's the only right way of um of marriage and or or anything like that um this to put the the anti in front of it try to make it seem like it's worse or that they're worse than what um than what it really is so that's what these companies whether it's uh, salvation army or or any of these organizations if they're christian and believe in the biblical sense of traditional marriage they're just instantly um perceived as hateful really so saying that 
I guess Chick-fil-A has made that decision now. And they have been protested time and time again for years uh, because of their connection, because of their donations, and also from statements from um, management, from whether it's the founder of Chick-fil-A and, and, and on and on. They have made um, numerous statements about their support of traditional marriage. So it seems like at this point that they are, they finally just buckled under the pressure. Uh, that's what I would, how I see this and essentially have started to punish these organizations because of their beliefs in traditional marriage. So, I mean, that's what they're doing. They're not going to donate to these organizations pretty much based on that, even though they're saying that they're going to focus on these other issues, but it's not like they couldn't do both. So, so, you know, this is, um, it's a, I mean, look, they can do whatever they want with their money. <laughs> I mean, so that's, this is not an issue where we're talking about anything that we're, you know, needing a government intervention or anything like that. This is their private company. They can do whatever they want with, with their money. That's up to them. Um, it's just that, you know, they have built a base on, you know, their, their resolve to not, um, cave to this, to the pressure of all these protests and groups. And not only that, they were, gaining customers because of that <laughs> because people were were, uh, were respecting the fact that they were standing up you know to these uh, groups and not you know not changing their ways but here we are today and we <laughs> they're i don't know how big of a step this is but it, it is a step away from what they're um, been doing so I mean, this is just another case of corporate capitulation. Now, I've typed that out. And when I put that on social media, <laughs> I put corporate capitulation. <laughs> what, corporate capitulation. So I, I knew how to spell it. But as soon as I, as soon as I spelled it out, and I said I was going to probably <laughs> mention it on the podcast. And I was like, do I know how to pronounce this? <laughs> But um, but yeah, but this is a, it is that even though I may not can't say it just right, <laughs> I probably should have looked up how to pronounce it before I um before I came on here because I could easily type it out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> it's just another another case of that. So it's I'm, I'm gonna try it again. Compitulation. That's what it is. <laughs> it's just another case of that, <laughs> and um. And so, yeah, Chick-fil-A, you know, they're, I, I think they're going to lose more than what they hope to gain out of all of this. Cause again, the CEO was talking about going to new markets. And so they felt like, I mean, cause there've, there've been, uh, um, situations where, so they had uh, like a pop-up store in, um, in the new, in the UK and it was shut down after about a week because of their, you know, it got out about their connections and these donations that they've been making and also the other comments. So it's already been out there. And then you have the thing, I guess you have what happened in, um, uh, what was a uh, San Antonio where 
council was kicking them out the airports because because uh, of the same thing as well. And I'm guessing from all of this is kind of built up for Chick-fil-A to now, again, they're talking about moving into new markets and just globally. And I, I don't know where in the globe they're talking about, but I'm pretty sure they're looking to expand. And so they feel that um, to reach these new markets that they basically need to alienate their base you know, and forsake these other, you know, these certain organizations so they can appease these, their protesters out there that have been out and just been just almost, I guess, given with this news, they've, the, the LGBTQ, you know, protesters have won in this case. It's gotten them to finally bow down to the pressure, really. So, and, uh, you know, anyone that's been listening to this podcast, no, I'm not a fan of boycotting. And this is, for one thing, let me just say, this is nothing even close to even talking about a boycott. But what I'm saying, I've been seeing it already uh, on Twitter, on social media across the board about this news. And now you're seeing people saying like, well, I'm, you know, I'm done with Chick-fil-A off because of this. And, you know, that's, so I'm mentioning that because I'm already seeing it, um, from today. And like I said, if anyone that has been listening to this podcast from the beginning, I've mentioned time and time again, I'm not a fan of boycotts in general and not going to get all into it. I, I think I may be done a couple of whole episodes talking about boycotts, but um, I guess in, in short, I would just say I, I'm not a fan of boycotts because all companies, all these corporations are doing something that um, as a Christian, I'm not going to be not going to approve of. If, if I boycotted every company for something that I, the, that I would believe be, you know, unbiblical or whatever, then you, you literally couldn't do anything at all couldn't buy nothing couldn't do couldn't do anything you had to make everything yourself um uh, from scratch but yeah so that's the reason why and so in saying that i know for me and i'm just speaking for me um when it comes to chick-fil-a in the past i will say because this is how i'm going to perceive it now when i um as far as going to chick-fil-a but there have been plenty of times where I just went out of my way to go to Chick-fil-A when I'm, I guess, choosing where I want to eat. So if I see a, I don't know, just like a Chipotle or just, uh, just trying to think of some like restaurants that may be in the same area or McDonald's or whatever. I mean, it'll be a number of restaurants and it'll be Chick-fil-A. And sometimes it may be out of the way. And I would choose Chick-fil-A because... I've supported their resolve in the face of all these unwarranted protests about um, w- about them being perceived as being anti-LGBTQ, and so and that's and so that's why I would sometimes do that. I would just make a point to go to Chick Fil A as opposed to going to uh, Burger King or, like I said, a Chipotle or McDonald's or whatever like that because of that. But now, um, if Chick-fil-A is going to be like every other corporation and 
you know, they're going to, like I mentioned before, they're going to support really, you know, these are good causes that they're going to continue donating to as far as education, homelessness, and hunger. Those are, those are good causes. That being said, all these companies do that. McDonald's do it. All these other companies do that as well. So they're just going to be just like every other company, every other fast food, you know, chain. So if that's the case, then it really doesn't, it wouldn't matter. So I may go, I may not go. I mean, cause now they are kind of all the same. They just don't, they just, just won't be open on Sunday, which that could change in the next couple of years. So yeah, that at this point, they're just like everyone else. So, um, so that's how that's how I'm seeing it. So I mean now <laughs> this has only been a day because it's only been out for this past um, a couple of hours, twelve hours now. <laughs> but um but yeah, so now I don't know. I guess um now we uh now we're looking at you in and out burger and hobby lobby Warner Oh, they're going to be the next ones to cave in on something and and be the next case of corporate capitulation. <laughs> hey, I got it right that time. Hello, Trend Chat fans. The Founding Project invites you to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www thefoundingproject.com Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today. Hey everybody, it is Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. You are listening to Trend Chat with my man, Brian Bledsoe. Come on with it. All right, so let's, uh, yeah, let me get this impeachment talk out of the way. Because after this episode, which, if you don't know, <laughs> I know a lot of times when I come on, when I'm recording, I don't know what the title is going to be before I, you know, while I'm recording. But I know what the name of this episode is going to be it's, <laughs> it's the episode with no title the reason why i know that because i'm not going to think about writing a title <laughs> for this so before I, I guess let me say this before i talk about impeachment doing this you know what talking behind the mic is the easiest part of this podcast because it's as I mentioned before in other interviews or even on this podcast, this podcast is basically just me voicing what I'm already thinking in my head as I drive down the road every day. So I'm just putting it on the mic and other people are just hearing it. That's all it is. But the other part that is the most 
nerve-wracking and most tedious about doing this podcast is <laughs> and you'll be surprised maybe it, it sounds minor but to me it just it really gets gets to me is trying to come up with a title for these episodes <laughs> um yeah that and also writing the description so if if you're listening to this i would i would hope for you to read the description because trust me i put time in writing those <laughs> descriptions and um and i've talked to someone a couple of weeks ago who actually made it um made it even more imp- you know important for me to write a description because it helps as far as being found on search results and all that so that just made it even worse when he told me that i'm like oh i mean i really gotta focus on <laughs> really on certain words so it'll catch on and on whether it's google whatever search engine you use and whatever like that so anyway all of that that's the most tedious part of this whole po- podcast is writing those descriptions and, and coming up with a title only because you know i'm i want to describe what the episode is about obviously but also need to have something to where you want to click on <laughs> um the episode and listen to it so it needs to be somewhat compelling right <laughs> Um, I don't know how compelling this is because it's going to say episode with no title. Maybe that might be mysterious or something. Maybe they'll see that like, ooh, I wonder what this is about. <laughs> then again, in the description, it's going to describe what it's about. It just The title is going just going to say that because I'm not going to try to think about trying to put a title to this for one time. I mean, I may do this a couple more times, but I'm going to really try to make sure I uh, focus on writing the title but i'm just not doing it for this one which means i you know i can just basically just go wherever i want to go with this mainly because it's been so long too as well so that that that's the reason I, and that's some behind the scenes stuff you probably don't care about but <laughs> that's the reason why so let's get to impeachment let me say this too because on uh, what i what I'm about to talk about when it comes to this um, impeachment and everything, this would be probably the last time I'm going to talk about this in length, I guess. Um, I may just mention about whether when the votes are in and um, and just other minor things um, that are going on around the impeachment. But as far as any sort of like anything past a minute, <laughs> Unless I have a guest on that wants to um, talk more in depth about it. But by myself, this is going to be it. Mainly because all this is just a foregone conclusion. That's the reason why. So Democrats have a majority of the House. They've been talking about impeaching Trump's before he took office. So now they have a reason. They really didn't need a reason, but they got one. Um, that they think they have based on hearsay and hurt feelings on 2016 and you know their subjective interpretation of what Trump said in that call to Ukraine and all that so you know it could have been a blank piece of paper that would have been enough for them to for them to warrant impeachment so now they they have enough and I mean and the media's not going to uh, challenge them on any of this so yeah 
so they're gonna they had the hearings last week they're gonna continue with that that's really just as i've already heard it's nothing but a show it's a formality because they already got their minds made up they're gonna vote to impeach him and and so they'll probably be done by the end of the year before then i guess and so that's uh that that's no no surprise there now I feel like when I mentioned this and I feel like people even especially amongst uh, conservative and, and Republicans that uh, I, I keep hearing like, well, there's no way that, that um, President Trump is going to get impeached. And I feel like there's maybe some sort of confusion when it comes to the word or talking about impeachment itself. I think people are confusing or, or combining impeachment and being and removal from office and because when they hear impeachment, they think that he, that if the house votes to impeach him that he's going to be removed from office. And I think there's a, I, I, I hope there's some sort of confusion because, um, I keep hearing a lot that, um, Republicans keep talking about, Oh, well, you know, there's no way he's going to get impeached. And yeah, I, I'll say there's no way he's going to get removed from office, but getting impeached by the house. I think that's very, very possible because again, Democrats have control of the house and they are hell bent on um impeaching them <laughs> so yeah i that's that, that's more of a certainty really and again so that that will happen and the um, media's <laughs> their friends in the media and when i say media i'm talking about news entertainment all of it across the board media just any sort of media is going to make this seem like it's worse than Nixon and they're going to use this for 2020. Um, you know, and their campaign ads and how they're going to fund, they're going to fundraise off of this media is going to be more than welcome to help them, um, as much as possible. And then, you know, at the end they get some sort of payback because of what happened to Bill Clinton and his impeachment. Uh, so yeah, all that's going to happen. So, and then, this is where we get to the point where he won't get removed from office because Republicans could uh, control the Senate. So they're going to have their trial. Then they're going to vote to not remove President Trump because Republicans are said they, they control the House and you need a super majority to remove the president from uh, from office through the, you know, through the Senate. So that'll happen he won't get remo- he won't get removed and you know democrats and, and media as well will would use that as well in 2020 there says something like well um congress senate in particular uh, won't do their job and remove this president so we must um you know we must uh vote for whoever the Democrat nominee is in 2020 to finish the job or whatever like that, you know, and get Trump out of office. And so that's, that's what the media will go along with. And Democrats will run off that in front of raise and all that. So, so yeah, that's it. <laughs> that That's what's going to happen. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty certain that's what's going to happen. The only thing I can think that 
change is where he doesn't get impeached. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. RCA's local inpatient and outpatient treatment programs are founded on science and delivered with heart. At RCA, they tailor your treatment to you and also offer specialized programs for patients experiencing a relapse or with history of trauma for young adults, adults 50 plus, and the LGBTQIA plus community. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24-7. Don't wait. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. When it comes to working at GEICO, our best advocates are our employees, like Maxine. But since she's so focused on growing her career, we hired an actor to read her story. At GEICO, I love mentoring the new associates to help them make this a career and not just a job. And with new opportunities and job stability, GEICO has been helping people grow their careers for over 75 years. The only downside, she still hasn't met the gecko. Where are you, fella? Ready to start your career, Fredericksburg? We're hiring claim sales and service agents. Apply online today at geico.job slash Fredericksburg. Yeah, at all, buy the house. And all of this goes away, which I think that's, you know, that's wishful thinking, really. But if that if that happens, okay, great. But as far as getting to the point where there's going to be even a chance of any sort of removal unless something really crazy comes out and something happens but as of right now with the uh with the quote-unquote evidence that they have democrats think they have um yeah this is not going anywhere and this is and this will be it so so yeah that's it that that's it i have that's all i'm going to talk about because we even with all these hearings, like I said, that's all just a show. It doesn't doesn't really mean much because they already got their minds made up. So they just just talking to hear themselves talk as always. So yeah, so I guess next. <laughs> and as I meet said next, I'm talking about the next thing we'll be talking about. I guess will be um. Mr. Kanye West, he had a very, um, uh, I guess, eventful weekend. So, and also, I, again, since we we haven't been on since all this is went down and his album and all that, we'll we'll talk about that um, coming up in in just a short moment. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat. Also, contributor at Politichicks.com. Here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism. With over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Hey, this is Antonia Okafor with Empowered, and you are listening to Trend Chat with Brian. So, in our last segment, talking about impeachment. So, with that, I want to mention our other podcast partner. Our newest one, actually, is um, TrumpMug.com. So, all sort of all sorts of Trump-centric accessories, whether it's um, flags, signs, everything to get you ready for 2020. 
So you want some signs to put out front flags. Personally, there's a uh, item that they have is a like a little stamp <laughs> that you can put on money. <laughs> it says what is I think it says 20 uh, Trump 2020 or it says Trump lives here or whatever like that. And so and look, I'm saying that for the people who are listening, that is not illegal. It's it's just funny <laughs> to stamp money if you for the for that liberal that'll pick up that cash out of ATM and see Trump 2020 and gets triggered at the ATM and freak out, start throwing the money away because <laughs> they couldn't stand to see the name of Trump. They just throw it away. I love to see that. I hope I'm there when it happens. Matter of fact, I hope I'm standing right there at the ATM when a liberal you know picks up a a, a twenty dollar bill and they see Trump twenty twenty. Oh, I can't take that. <laughs> Man, ooh, and they just throw it away and I'll be like right there. Can't thank you. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I I get a kick out of that. But yeah, other stuff on trumpmud.com. Put in the code trend chat. You get ten percent off on anything on there. So check them out at trumpmug.com. So we talked about um well we're gonna talk about Kanye West. And first off, let's talk about that album. Um, because Jesus is King, that's uh for I would say first off, the content in this album is a thousand percent better than anything he's been talking about in any of his albums. So let's just start there for one. <laughs> so but that's just going from the content from the lyrics and everything, but for for me personally, as a um, as an album, I think I like about three songs. Um, I think it's ten songs total. I, I like I like three. All the songs sound good from you know as far as the lyrics goes and what he's talking about. But it, you know, just as far as the overall song, as far as liking the beats and everything, um, it's um three songs. It's at least off the top of my head, I'm thinking about um. Follow God, own God, and everything we need. Those are the three. No, um, use this gospel. Yes, yeah, four songs. So those are the four songs I really like. Everything else is eh, as far as a, a song overall. I just, you know, don't, the rest of it just kind of not for me in a way. Um, as far as uh, wanting to play it over and over again, let's put it that way. So that's a... Uh, <laughs> That's what I think about the album. Now, ever since, you know, all this has been going on, there has been plenty of people on both sides. Um, ever since Kanye has met, made his profession of faith of being a Christian and, and there are people who are very skeptical of, of all of this because, and I will say rightfully so. Um, he, he has had a very eccentric career. He has been a very, um, I mean, just, you know, out there person, let's put it that way. And, and, you know, some people see this as maybe just another one in one of his phases or another one of his, you know, um, publicity stunts in a way. And, you know, I have no problem with people who are skeptical about, um, about that because he has done that. <laughs> so, and uh, well, let me use this opportunity now to mention that I ha did an interview with on um, freedom on deck 
And what we talked about Kanye and one of the first questions that they asked, and it's a question that's been asked everywhere really is about, do you believe Kanye's, you know, profession is um, real or not? And first off, I would just say, like I mentioned in the interview, I would hope so. And that's my, I mean, I'm overly optimistic in wanting to believe that it is because that's what I hope for. Not only Kanye, it's, it's just for anyone. I will hope anyone to make a true profession of faith. Whoever's listening right now, I would hope for you to repent of your sins and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and and be a, a you know make a true profession of faith. So I I feel that way about anyone, and that's why I feel about about Kanye now. At this moment now, we uh we we just gotta see the fruit that he bears and because that's the what really shows is how does he grow as a Christian? Because also we're talking about someone if we're talking about in the past what if it's been the past year that he has um claimed you know claimed to be a Christian in this year or so then we're talking about someone who is i guess you would say a baby christian or very um spiritually immature so in that there are going to be sometimes um that he's going to just either out of out of ignorance or just out of living in his own still warring <laughs> against his own sin against his own flesh and where there are going to be things that he do that are going to disappoint and that are going to be outright sinful but that's true of all of us none of us are perfect so we're all going to be doing something um unfortunately we're all we're all going to sin because we just because we've become christians doesn't mean that we're never going to sin again and and sometimes it could be like big too. It's not like it's all going to be little sins too. So the, the same applies to Kanye. He's no better or worse than anyone else. That's going that, um, that becomes a Christian. They're going to, um, have ups and downs. They're going to face adversity. Uh, the only difference is, and it's a big difference though, is that Kanye is in the public eye. Everyone's going to see it. Um, most people who are new in the faith or <laughs> don't have that problem where they have to, um, where their every word is going to be dissected and everything that they do is going to be <laughs> posted on social media a billion times. So that is a pressure that Kanye is going to, that's an added pressure that Kanye is going to have. Um, and it's not, not only that, it's going to be his family. It's going to be, um, his friends and, and whoever he is in his inner circle. And it, it really going to come down to the people who, who are around him and are going to keep him encouraged and also hold him accountable when he do slip up, when he slips up, it's not a question of if it's a question of when, <laughs> So it's, you know, when that happens, 
hopefully he has sound biblical um, people around that are going to hold him accountable on top of that. Hopefully uh, on top of the people who are holding him accountable that he is open to be, you know, held accountable. So when they present to him that he is doing something in that, he's, you know, committing to sin or doing something in a sinful way or whatever, hopefully that he will be open to listening to them and not, you know, shutting them out because, you know, hopefully he doesn't have a bunch of yes men around him. And um, so now with that, uh, this past weekend, he went to um, Joel Osteen's church in um, Houston, which um, personally, I'm not a big fan of, of Joel Osteen. Uh, um, I, I will say it's, it's funny. Um, Kanye's album preaches 10 times better than whatever Joel Osteen has been preaching about quote unquote preaching. I, 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 I see Joel Osteen more of a, as a spiritual motivational speaker as more than more of a pastor really. Um, because he just, his message is all is so self-centered as opposed to focusing on God is really his message. Joel Osteen's message tends to be focusing on, um, on us and, um, having us to feel better about ourselves and really focus on, um, kind of like one of his books is, you know, live your, living your best life now, which I would say, um, I, I would think we'd be looking to live our best life later, you know, um, not in this life, but, but stuff like that. And so anyway, he's, going to his church and he, I mean, he went to his church this, this past weekend. And so him and, um, Joel Osteen, Kanye and Joel Osteen, um, um, Kanye said they're, you know, they are friends and whatnot. So, and he went there and, and like I said, Kanye's album preaches a lot better than Joel Osteen. <laughs> so one thing I would say is that if he did his album, <laughs> at the Sunday service, they, that congregation heard a lot better theological sound doctrine in hearing his album than whatever Osteen has been preaching in there. So hopefully they, um, learned something and heard something better. I, w- I would just say that. I mean, I'm guessing Kanye would probably disagree because I think in that. So, but, um, and well, also before I think Friday he went to the Harris County Prison, um, and you know did a. He said it, you know he said it wasn't a show, so I'm not. I don't want to call it a show, but he went there and ministered. I guess in one way, and you know did his album and you know song did his songs. I, I guess I, I didn't see it all, but he he visited the the prison. Let's just put it that way, and. I think that was something he's been doing all along, even before all of this, I, I think. And, um, but yeah, but I'm pretty sure this time, um, the message that he was telling those prisoners was a whole lot better than what he's been telling them before. Um, uh, whenever he went and did anything for, um, for prisoners it's anywhere, I guess. And so it's, 
with with this whole thing, him going to the to Osteen's church and all that. This um this is another you know one of those situations where everyone is going to kind of see where he's what direction is he really going in his um in his walk with you know with the lord and so by going there and kind of the you know um kind of i guess you said defending um Osteen in a way if, so and that's i mean like i said personally i don't that's not not a great look personally but also on in saying that he's been in contact at least i've been told he's been in contact with people who are uh, more aligned with um, pastor john MacArthur. now if you know who john MacArthur is um so pastor john MacArthur and i put it this way pastor john MacArthur and and um and um joel osteen are in the in the sense of being um <laughs> preachers of the word of god let's put it that way they are diametrically opposed to each other so the fact that someone like kanye is on <laughs> getting um i guess getting some counsel from both ends of those uh <laughs> both ends of the spectrum <laughs> um I guess we'll see where where he aligns with go <laughs> which way he will kind of point towards and with this recent uh, show at the at Lakewood um, church it you know it could be it could seem like he may be going toward that direction which I would say I wouldn't be surprised if he actually leans towards kind of the Joel Osteen sorts of sort of um, a uh, way of, I guess, a way of of Christianity or whatever. I guess I put it that way, because it his the old things preaching really <laughs> would appeal to someone, kind of like Kanye in the past, especially if someone is very self centered or someone is has been narcissistic and. Now, if you listen to any of Kanye's music in the past, you know you hear it that um he you know can be pretty full of himself, and so even though he may have become a Christian, he still is kind of having that um that way of thinking. So someone like Joel Osteen, who has a very self-centered message, sprinkled in to with some Christianity. And so that could be appealing to someone like Kanye. So I wouldn't be surprised if it, um, if he really is, could be, you know, could relate to that. Um, hopefully, um, he'll be able to see that that's, that's not the way, um, to be so focused on, on yourself. I mean, his, like I said, his album doesn't really sound that way. It's, I mean, like the (laughs) name of the album is Jesus is King. So, I mean, it really is focused on, on Christ as opposed to, you know, I don't want to keep harping more on that, but so, yeah, that's what I, that's, um, that's, um, what's, what I have on talking about Kanye. So here we are at the 50 minute mark. And so anyway, we're going to hit maybe one or two more things.
and and yeah and then we'll be done this is probably gonna be a longer episode only because i won't get this out because it's been so long it's just it's been so long since i talked to you so you're listening <laughs> and so i'm gonna get a couple more things out and what i'm trying to think what um there have been a couple of movies that i wanted to talk about and also on on top of that it would be as i look look up what i was thinking about talking about which is no nope i'm not gonna talk about that <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm trying to go through my list of all the trends and whatever and stuff that's been going on in the past couple of uh, <laughs> in the past couple of uh, uh weeks so anyway we're back in in a couple of seconds. What's going on, y'all? This is Brandon Tatum. Make sure you go to Trend Chat. Check it out. Listen to it. One of the best shows that I've ever been on. So make sure you go check it out, man. God bless y'all. This is Trend Chat. All right, so to be honest with you, I just needed a glass of water. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, and talking about all that. So, um, just want to hit on right quick. So, I don't know if you noticed because, um, I mean, these movies are not looking to be, uh, well, I guess they might be, uh, I guess, uh, widely distributed, I guess, but I haven't seen much of, uh, much advertisement but there's a movie called bombshell that is i don't know when i think it's coming out in the next couple of weeks if not next week i don't know and so i'm just mentioning this one because this is a movie that is based on the the fox news scandal with um, um gretchen carlson so if you know anything about that or remember that this movie is about that and it, it stars on uh, Charlize Theron and uh, Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie and a couple of others. Um, uh, and so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, um, it's going to be talking about that. I'm um, talking about that scandal and what happened with Roger Ailes and all that. And so and then you have that movie. Then you also had this other movie called the report that is um focusing on the bush administration and um the hands interrogation and the torture and stuff like that and it, and that that movie comes out this you know in the next month or so mainly because of, because of oscar season and they want to get these movies out around this time so they get in front of the voters of the academy and and i'm mentioning these too because I'm pretty sure I won't be surprised they are nominated for Oscars similar to vice last year that I mentioned. And just, you know, lo and behold, it got nominated for an Oscar because yeah, of course. So because it talked about, you know, you know, Dick Cheney and showed him in a negative light. And so of course it, um, the, the voters are going to eat that up and they're going to nominate it, even though it didn't win, but they're still going to give it a look because they love to see um, anything that makes some Republicans look like the worst people in the world, because that's what they believe. So, and, and that's when, when now we're going to have this, you know, this movie bombshell talking about, you know, 
all the stuff that happened. Now, look, I'm not saying like it didn't happen because, you know, all this, whatever uh, the scandal, the scandal was real. So at Fox News, what I'm saying is that um, if this if the same thing happened at a ABC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, any of these other media companies, um, I doubt we'll be seeing a movie um, about this, especially to the caliber of um, where it'll be considered an Oscar not, um, nominated movie. And same as the report. So you know, anything about the Bush administration, I mean, Bush administration has so many um, Bush in general, directly, or indirectly, have had movie after movie made about him, mostly negative, um, just um, mainly because he's you know coming from Hollywood. And so here's another movie talking, um, you know, pointing the Bush administration in a negative light. And yep, they're going to eat that up, and that's probably going to get nominated as well. Um, and I'm and the reason I'm mentioning this is not so much to dismiss the the validity of the, of the story is just that, you know, Hollywood is just going to focus on conservatives and Republicans, whatever that makes them look bad and whatever, whatever they can find that makes them look bad. They're going to focus on that and make a movie out of it. So that, be, you know, so the contrast that I can't imagine there's going to be a movie about fast and furious, not, Fast, not Vin Diesel, Fast and Furious. I'm talking about the Obama administration and Fast and Furious, that operation. Then I, I doubt you're going to see a movie about that. You're, you're not going to see a movie about Solyndra. Um, you're not going to see a well. I'm going to say you're not going to see a movie about Benghazi, but you did see one about Benghazi that was 13 hours. But uh, but even in that, they went out their way to make to not even make that connection <laughs> to the uh, to the Obama administration in, in a sense. They you know so. You have that somewhat with 13 hours. So I can give them that, but that's like, it's like one movie. So that's, but, um, you know, you're not going to see a movie about IRS targeting conservatives, um, conservative groups and whatnot. You're not going to see a movie on none of that by the Obama administration. Any movie you see about the Obama administration is going to be sugarcoated, you know, going to be basically having Obama with a halo on, <laughs> And in contrast, anything. Oh man! I, now I just thought about it. Uh, can you imagine what the um, movies are going to be about? Trump, uh, <laughs> the Trump movie is going to be about. Huh. I mean, if Bush has had all these movies about him, and in comparison, how much they can't stand Trump. Oh, <laughs> the movies that are going to be out about Trump, I can I can only imagine. <laughs> but um. And I'm sure they're in development right now. And like I said, and you're going to have, and all these movies, and all those movies are going to be just as going to show Trump in the most negative evil light that they can possibly imagine um, when they come out. And similarly, and so in contrast, anything about Obama administration will be hailed as, you know, he'll be this, you know, hero that was, um, could have done so much more of those dastardly Republicans didn't stand in his way or whatever like that. And, and so, Oh, I mean, and if that's offensive, if there was a movie done about the Obama administration about, you know, like any of those 
Fast and Furious, uh, the IRS scandal and all that. It, even if one were going to be made, there's not going to be a major um, production company. No, you know, 20th Century Fox, Paramount, um, Universal, not, none of these major companies are going to touch that. So if one is going to be made, it's probably going to be made by, it will have to be made by some conservative or independent filmmaker and they won't get near the star power um, to, uh, to star in their movie. They're not going to get a Charlize Theron to play in um, anything that would, um, that would be, that would show the Obama administration in a negative light of any sort. Um, you know, as far as, you know, you won't get somebody like Adam driver who, who is in the, in the report. And, and there's the, the, the report has a very star studded cast, but that's the only one I can remember. Cause he's like the, the star of that particular movie, but you're not going to get those caliber actors, um, to star in those movies, even if it happens. So it will. So, yeah, um, I, I did want to mention that, um, I know those movies are probably coming out soon. You probably, you may or may not hear about them. It's, um, like I said, it is more so for the Oscar crowd, but it's every time every, around this time of year, it just, it happens every year. Like I said, last year was Vice, and now you're going to have two movies, and I think there'll probably be others. And um, so, yeah, so I want just want to, um, want to let you know about that. And so here we are. We are not going to get to an hour. We're just not going to do it. <laughs> but uh i appreciate everyone listening and so our next episode which i'm hoping to be later on this week we'll have our guests on we're gonna uh have something in particular to talk about and so i'm just kind of holding it you know to the vest right now because i want to make sh- sure that we actually do the interview <laughs> for one and um so i appreciate everyone listening again this is trend chat so if you're listening on trend chat 247.com i appreciate it appreciate it very much also we're available on all well most i keep saying all but it's most uh popular podcast providers you know your google Play, spotify and all of that so appreciate everyone listening and um i really really do uh, if you've gotten to this point i really appreciate you matter of fact if you have gotten this far send me a message saying hey i actually listened to this all the way to the 59 minute mark so (laughs) so yep that's that's all i got until next time we'll chat with you later Don't wait. Your chance to upgrade and save up to $400 at Mattress Firm ends soon. Right now, save big on top-rated brands. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase. Or save up to 50% on hot buys from top brands like Sleepy's or Serta. With our highly trained sleep experts and our low price guarantee, you can rest assured you'll get the best bed at the best price. Unjunk your sleep. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. 
Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea.